0: Hello and welcome to Hitting the High Note. I'm your host, Kevin Kuzak, and today I'm joined by an incredible artist, singer, songwriter from Nashville, Tennessee. Maura Strepa.
1: Hey, Kevin.
0: Hi, Maura. How are you?
1: Doing well. How are you?
0: Awesome. I'm doing well.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: You're very welcome. You're originally from Chicago. I have family in Chicago. My dad's side of the family is from Chicago originally. You lived in North Carolina. Mm Mm-hmm. And I used to live in North Carolina. I lived in Winston-Salem for a couple of years.
1: Oh, nice. I love Winston-Salem. It's
0: pretty nice. And you are now living in Nashville. So how has life been in Nashville?
1: It's been great. I moved here in August of 2019, had a few months of exploring the city and meeting people and then COVID hit. So it was definitely a shock as it was to everyone. I know a lot of people that moved here right before COVID or during COVID. Um, So it honestly feels like I didn't move here until 2021. Um, That's kind of when things started getting a little bit back to normal. And when my music started, when I started playing more and um, really getting to know the songwriting community here in town, my first few months here back in 2019 was more just kind of acclimating and Um, getting to know the city, and then I really started focusing on music when, like, in winter, I guess, of 2020, and then it all kind of took a pause. So, since things have started opening up, it's been great. I've really learned how to throw myself in and meet people and write with different people and kind of have a different perspective of songwriting and the industry and everything involved with it. So, it's been great. I love it here. I don't think I ever plan on leaving. But
0: yeah, Nashville is a very beautiful city and a lot is happening over there.
1: Mm -hmm, For sure.
0: So you're country music, but I understand that you did not grow up listening to country music.
1: Yeah. So I have a little feet um, vinyl behind me, but I really grew up listening to um, Americana, classic rock, folk, blues, that kind of music. And I didn't really think I was going to do country music when I moved here. I was more in the pop blues route. And then I just kind of started writing with people and listening to more country music, naturally being in Nashville and kind of found my niche. Um, It's definitely country, but I think it has a lot of Southern rock influence and bluesier roots to it. So I think that I've been able to find my niche in the market. So I'm just been spending time exploring that. I definitely write my like line dance, for example, is a very like country song. You can't really throw another genre on it. And I definitely have a whole plethora of songs like that. But the upcoming project that I'm releasing, it definitely has more Americana and um, singer songwriter and Southern rock roots. So
0: right on. you mentioned line dance. So how did the song came about?
1: So I was with my co-writer, Ben Wagner, and I was venting about a a boy situation, which (laughs) poor Ben, but I, that's what usually happens in our co-writes. And I was like, we're dancing between like, are we together? Are we not? Like, what's the situation? We're on this line of like, where are we? And Ben was the one to say, you're doing a line dance. And I was like, that's, that's the song. And so we started with that. Um, it took a few revisions to get to where we really wanted, but the song kind of wrote itself.
0: Nice. And the music video is really good, by the way.
1: Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> that was fun to make. We actually filmed it at six in the morning, so we were all early birds <laughs> to be able yeah. to get into the bar and get the venue figured out. And then we did the um, printer's alley shots like at 10 at night. So it was definitely a long day of filming, but it was really fun to be able to you know, see my vision come to life.
0: Definitely. And I understand you're a huge Clemson fan.
1: <laughs> I do love Clemson football. Um, my brother and sister went to Clemson, so um, I've been rooting for them since, since that. I do have my uh, Carolina Panthers sweatshirt on because I am a Panthers fan as well. Um, but yes, I'm a Tigers fan.
0: Nice. So there is a big event going on in Nashville, the National Songwriters Week. Tell us more about that.
1: Yeah. So I saw the listening room post on their Instagram, like a picture and it said calling all songwriters. And so, in um, the caption, it said, you know, read more info in the link in our bio. So I went to the link in the bio and I read it and it was Tennessee songwriters week. And I was like, Oh, this looks cool. Like, what's it about? And it's like, you enter, there's a few different venues and you go and you play around and you play a bunch of rounds and the winners of those rounds gets to play at the bluebird and gets membership to NSAI and gets a Taylor guitar and all this stuff. And I was like, this sounds pretty cool. There's no harm in trying. So I emailed the listening room. Cause I just played the pigeon forge location a week or two prior. I said, Hey, could you give me, give me some more information on this round? Cause they were one of the hosting venues so I didn't hear back. And then I got an email like two weeks later saying, congratulations, you've been chosen to play in the prelim, like the prelim round. I was like, oh, all right, great. So drove out to Pigeon Forge, which is about three and a half hours from Nashville, drove out there, not really ex- knowing what to expect for one, but also not expecting anything. And just, you know, was going to go play, see what happens. So I went, there were about, I think 16 of us there and a lot of us were from Nashville and I was like, we should have carpooled, but a lot of us were from Nashville. And there were some people from North Carolina and Virginia and kind of near the East, near East Tennessee in different States. So they had it set up where we played, we each played one song. So you got one song and that was it. So I was in the second to last round, I believe. And I played my song singer in the song and then at the very end, they were like, okay, we have four finalists that'll move on to the next round, which was at Old Red in Gatlinburg. So they had ranked them, and I was second. So I passed that round. And then I think two weeks later or three weeks later was the round at Old Red. So the round at Old Red was the top four of a few different venues of like all the venues in East Nashville. There was also an or in East Tennessee, sorry. There was also a Knoxville round, but they had a separate one. So there were 12 of us at this round. And again, we each had one song. I was fifth, I believe, um, to play. So I went up and played. I was nervous as all get out Blake Shelton FaceTimed us before the show and, you know, was wishing us good luck and giving us advice and I was trying to keep my cool, but I was definitely nervous, I think, cause I wanted it so bad. And, I wanted to be able to share my songs with people there and um, wanted it for me to validate that, you know, this is the path that I'm supposed to take. So I got up I played my song. It was in God's hands then. So I waited through the rest of the songs. Everyone was incredibly talented. It was just such a great showcase. And there's so much talent. And I'm so glad I was able to witness and meet more songwriters And then after that, they, after everyone played, they thanked all the sponsors and they were taking 10 years to finally announce the winner and uh, they announced my name. And so I was actually upstairs. So I had to run down the stairs to get back on stage. I almost tripped going downstairs, but got back on stage. They asked me to sing another song. So I sang line dance and then we took a bunch of pictures and they gave me all the information. And then uh, just last week, Two weeks ago, I played the Bluebird Cafe.
0: That's awesome. And congrats on that. And the Bluebird Cafe is like one of the iconic music venues in Nashville.
1: Yeah, I like to describe it as the Madison Square Garden for songwriters. It's kind of the goal. I mean, I've wanted to play the Bluebird since I can remember. It's been a dream of mine. One that I honestly, this sounds bad, but I honestly didn't think I'd get to for another few years so to have that opportunity was just incredible and my dad was in town he was able to come see me play which was also just a great moment um but it was really an incredible experience that I will cherish for the rest of my life
0: before any show do you have like any pre-show rituals
1: if it's a bigger show I usually pray before just I like to give things up to God because sometimes it's not in our hands um I usually do that (laughs) sometimes. Another thing I do if I have to hype myself up is I listen to nine to five by Dolly Parton. But if it's a smaller show or around, I usually just get up and play. Um, I play pretty often around town. So it's um, second nature. But when it's a bigger show like the listening room or the Bluebird, it's definitely like, okay, got to like meditate and get myself ready and get in the right headspace and make sure I always try to remind myself to like take mental pictures and like really be in the moment. Because moments like that, you spend so much time worrying about how it's going to go that you forget to spend the time in the moment. So I usually, any show, I try to remind myself to take a mental snapshot of what's going on and really be there.
0: Definitely. Prayer works, and it's also good to meditate as well. Mm -hmm. If you could play a show with any artist, who would it be and why?
1: Oh, gosh. Dead or alive, or do they have to be alive?
0: Either one's fine.
1: Okay. Probably John Prine. He would probably be the number one person just because of who he is as just a soul and a human being. Um, And I've been listening to his songs for my entire life. I try to play Angel from Montgomery at every show that I get a cover song. I try to play it at every one just as a tribute to him. But his writing and his, you know, personality and his passion is inspiring in every way, shape or form. And I feel like it'd be a really intimate show and an intimate moment to be able to share that stage with him. So John Prine is definitely up there. Current artists, if I could open up for Marin Morris, that'd probably be a huge dream come true. Um, She's great and super talented and a perfect example of, you know, overnight sensation, 10 years in the making, she um, worked her butt off. So she's very inspirational.
0: I agree. You have some shows coming up in April. Mm -hmm. Tell us more about that.
1: Yeah. So I play at Old Red on Broadway. Um, Mm I'm going to start playing at the airport location too, but those are the long four hour gigs that, you know, helps pay the bills. And then I have a few, I have a bus call show, which is really fun. They're at Tin Roof de Monbrian and it's a full band original music show, which is always great to like be able to play your songs with an entire band. Um, so I have that. And then I host around at Cabana Taps called Singers and Their Songs. So we have that this month and just a few writers rounds. But yeah, I have um, this summer, I'm playing Severe Park Fest in May over in Nashville it's so off of 12 south and then playing Carolina Country Music Festival this summer so I'll be down in Myrtle Beach in June which I'm really looking forward to and yeah those are like the two bigger shows that are happening I'm announcing a show that's also pretty big soon but not yet so keep on the lookout for that one that's going to be in Nashville though
0: Nice, big things happen for Morris Trepa for sure. Yeah,
1: I have um, a single coming out on April twenty second, and it's gonna be followed by another single and an EP. So we got a lot of new music coming, um, just a lot of things happening, and trying to keep on top of it all. But doing doing my best. <laughs>
0: Favorite Nashville food?
1: Oh gosh. So I don't like spicy food, so I don't like hot chicken, but Nashville has great mac and cheese. Yeah, I'm a big mac and cheese girl, so any dairy or carb that is combined in some way, shape, or form, I will definitely eat it. I do like, like I'll have a mild hot chicken sandwich. Or the barbecue here is great. Like I love Martin's and Edley's, probably like a barbecue platter from Edley's with a side of mac and cheese. If people want like the Nashville food, I'll either take them there or Prince's.
0: Right on. Is it against the law to put ketchup on a hot dog?
1: (laughs) I don't believe it's against the law. I definitely prefer like a Chicago dog, which is, you know, a bunch of toppings, everything but ketchup but I'll put ketchup on a hot dog every so often. I love daddy's dogs like here in Nashville and their Chicago dog is really good, but I don't hate people that put ketchup on their hot dogs, but I don't know if it's technically illegal. I think it's, I don't think it is. So
0: yeah. Can't go wrong with Chicago dogs. Okay. White Sox fan or cub fan
1: cubs, 100%. Yeah. yeah. My brother-in-law is a white Sox fan. So that also stirs. A lot of my in-laws have opposing, Sports teams, but um, <laughs> that my whole family is a big Cubs family. Nice, mm-hmm.
0: and hopefully the Cubs do well this year. Mm-hmm. So glad baseball season's coming back, and the walkout is over.
1: Yeah, it'll be great to go to some baseball games. I'm going to try to go to some of the Nashville baseball games. The
0: Nashville Sounds. Yes, yeah. I'm a big baseball fan, so.
1: There you go. Who's your team?
0: Ooh. I have a lot of favorite teams.
1: Yeah, that's awesome.
0: And I'm actually going to be throwing out a first pitch at a minor league game. Fun. Yeah. Any tips for aspiring musicians?
1: Yeah. Um, The biggest thing I'd say is just meeting people and building connections and putting yourself in places where you're surrounding yourself with people that you're inspired by. Um, I think a lot of people struggle with looking sideways instead of looking forward, which can really be a discouraging way of going about this industry. It's um, it's a wild industry, but it's definitely something where you want to surround yourself with the people that inspire you and the people that you want to be like, and you want to let that motivate you to work harder rather than discourage you. So that's my biggest advice is um, surround yourself with people that inspire you and look forward, not sideways.
0: Very good. And is there anything else you want to add?
1: I don't think so. Just make sure. Um, yeah. Y'all keep up with what's coming up. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of shows and music and just good things happening. So stay tuned. <laughs>
0: yeah. And how can more listeners find out about your music?
1: You guys can follow me at, um, at Mara Strappa music on Instagram, and you can go to my website, www.com MaraStreppa.com. I'm on bands in town. If you guys want to keep up with my shows, make sure to follow me on Spotify and add my songs to your playlists and all that all that good stuff. So,
0: thank you so much, Mara, for joining me today.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: You're welcome. Going to play Mara Strepa's latest single. Line dance after this short message.
1: This is Mara Streppa, and you're listening to Hitting the High Note.
0: Here is Mara Streppa's latest single, Line
2: Dance. Let's keep up with
0: was Morris Streppa with Line Dance? For Morris Streppa, I'm Kim Cusack. Thank you all for listening to Hitting the High Note.